What's going on, guys? It is the Twitch Amigos. We are with the one, the only, Ryan McNeil, former two-time national champion, played for the Char the Lions, the Jets. What what teams did you play for? Yeah. Hmm? The Lions, uh, the Rams. Uh, I don't count the Browns, but the Browns, uh, Dallas, San Diego, and Denver. I don't count Denver uh, as well either. Mm -hmm. So, so you got to get it right. Okay. Yeah, I I, I was looking it up earlier. So, what was it like uh, winning two national championships for the U? Uh, that's a good question. Um, uh, the first one, I was a freshman, and that was my first game starting because mm -hmm. uh, the uh, starting cornerback uh, got hurt. Roland Smith got hurt in the Notre Dame game. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had to finish out the Notre Dame game. Uh, did well there. A lot of confidence going into the Sugar Bowl playing against Alabama. And uh, because I was the youngest on the defense, I might have been the youngest starting uh, between both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to let the upper class yeah. down. Okay. Uh, those guys were so good. And uh, like big brothers, you know, you still want to let your big brothers down. And yeah. uh, and I had a good game and uh, been starting ever since. And the rest is history. I mean, and the second one was my junior year when uh, we were kind of expected to uh, to win. And um, and that was a different mindset, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're yeah. upperclassmen, you know, you want the uh, freshmen and sophomores to do well. Uh, have some fun, play with a lot of passion. And so you give them the same speech that you were given, uh, you know, the first go round. And so sure. uh, we traded for the world uh, with some, you know, really, really good um, friendships that are still strong to this day. Mm -hmm. And it helped mold me into the person, not just the player uh, that I became. Yeah. So like you would think it was, there's my friend. And uh, yeah, so you would think it was like the best experience of your life, you would say, winning the national championships yeah. for the U? Playing professional football was great. It was a dream come true. Uh, we uh, allowed us, people like myself, to make uh, a lot of money, but I wouldn't give up playing college mm -hmm. football for anything. Uh, okay. Because that tells you kind of who you are. You know, we grew up together and everybody played for the same purpose. You know, yeah. purpose was to win and play for each other. Uh, when you go to the pro ranks, it becomes more of a business. I feel and that. It's a little different. The motivations are a little different, and the incentives are a little different. Mm -hmm. But playing college football, there's nothing like it. All right. Um, what do you think of the new uh, University of Miami head coach, uh, Crystal Ball? You think he's yeah, a good coach? I mean, yeah. I mean, um, that's a, that's a loaded question. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he's a great guy. I think he's a great coach. I think he's proven himself. Mm -hmm. I'm biased, though, because he's a, he's a classmate of mine. We came okay. together as freshmen. Oh, really? We came together in 1988 as freshmen, so I know Mario quite well. Uh, I think he's a, a really good pick. I think he's going to be a great hire. I think he's going to reestablish, uh, you know, the winning culture at the University of Miami. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think he's the right person for the job at the right time. Okay. Uh, it took a lot to get him to come back from Oregon, uh, but he obviously he has roots there in Miami. Makes and sense, yeah. There. He understands probably more than anybody uh, what the uh, 
what the culture is like and what the expectation is, is like, right? Yeah. So, yeah, there's an expectation that comes with being a head coach in the University of football team. It's a good team, yeah. We've we've been looking good with all the new recruits that we've got, right? Uh, yeah, I haven't checked any recently. Um, so it's, it's a layered effect, right? Yeah. So it don't happen all at once. It's a layered effect, and you got to establish a foundation. And I think there's a good enough foundation there, you know, uh, with Mario coming in, with the quality coaches he's uh, he's hired. Uh, I think that's going to be tremendously helpful as well. Agreed. I can agree with that. Woman. Um. Uh, who who was what was your favorite team to play for? Uh, back in the whenever you were in the NFL, like your favorite team that you've ever played. Uh, that's another tough question. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it varies, right? So Detroit Lions, because you know they picked me. That was that was my first time playing in the mm -hmm. NFL. Uh, the St. Louis Rams because I had the most individual success and then the Dallas Cowboys because that was my favorite team growing up. That's what's up. And then uh, San Diego Chargers because I just love the weather out there. It reminded me of Florida. Uh, you know, it was always nice. So, you know. True, those, true. You know, those four, I mean, and you said the favorite. I mean, I don't yeah. have a favorite. It was, it was fun everywhere I've been. Who who would you say would you, like who who did you look up to to go to the NFL before you got drafted, like in at the University of Miami? Like who'd you look up to in the NFL? Like who was your like icon that you wanted to play with on any of the teams that you got drafted that you got drafted to? Um, I, I don't think there's anybody that I wanted to play with. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll say this: that the the older guys who went to University of Miami before we did, before my class did, uh, those guys who made it in the NFL can always come back, mm -hmm. right? We would work out in the summer times, we would work out in the off season together, and they would skill us and school us mm -hmm. on NFL, life in general, uh, what to do, what not to do. And that was a, a, a habit. It happened every off season. And so, uh, yeah. So we were able to get into the NFL, make it to the NFL. We did the same thing, come back and instill the knowledge uh, and enlightenment on the younger guys that were still at the University of Miami. And so probably, probably the uh, the person who I kind of credit early on in my career uh, to kind of uh, help mentor me was Benny Blaze. And Benny Blaze was mm. uh, University of Miami. Um, uh, alum, uh, he won the Jim Thorpe Award, you know, All-American, mm -hmm. won a national championship. And so uh, when I got to Detroit, he was there already. And so, you know, he would, yeah. he would mentor me, he would tell me things I could do and couldn't do. And, uh, and he kind of helped me understand and learn the professional game of football. All right. Um, um... Can you uh, talk about Sports ID, like what it is and like what the the company is about? about? Uh, so, so this is something we've been working on for for a little while. Um, the best way, Jake, I can explain and share, you know, what Sports ID is. is right. Sports ID is named by company. It's named by platform. I think of Sports ID as the LinkedIn for sports. 
uh, with right. data analytics and statistics built into the profiles. Um, uh, yeah. It was simple. We wanted mm -hmm. to be able to uh, qualify and quantify everything and everybody in the sports ecosystem. That's people, places, and things. Uh, the two main pain points we're trying to help solve is the fragmentation of information and efficiency. Uh, okay. And you know, we think that you know, between now and the next few years, we will help solve you know those uh, those pain points for the ecosystem and make things easier to do. For okay. example, Camp ID is one of the products that we'll be launching underneath the Sports ID umbrella. Think of Camp ID as the Yelp or Angie's list for sports camps. Okay. Or parents find camps easier, uh, more customizable search, and um, and get a better experience for their son or daughters. So those are the kind of things that we've been working on the sports ID. Okay. Is it, I'm guessing it's still in development, like it hasn't been released anywhere yet? Still in development. We had a few betas, and uh, we think this year, uh, despite of COVID, we'll be able to launch. So last okay. Year, we couldn't do it because a lot of sports teams, sports camps, sports tournaments, uh, sports organizations were shut down. There was no, uh, a lot of sports activities All right. going on. It didn't make any sense to launch during a, a pandemic. Okay. Sorry to interrupt, Jake. Uh, hi, I'm um, Jake Schrenn. How you doing? Good, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so, who would be the toughest wide receiver to ever cover whenever you were playing in the NFL? You think? Uh, that's also a loaded question. So, uh, I, I don't qualify that way. Mm -hmm. But when people ask me that question, my answer's been always the same, never change. And that was Jerry Rice. Uh, and that's because. Uh, he was really good at his craft. Uh, he was really, really precise. And I tell folks all the time, you know, he makes the impossible uh, seem hard and the hard seem easy. Makes sense. And, uh, he was really, really consistent. And, um, and you never knew what route he was going to run because he did everything uh, from the, uh, the same stem, what we call it. Mm -hmm. uh, it looked the same. And so, uh, but he's the best because he did it the, the longest. He was the most successful. And I don't think there'll be another receiver kind of like him. Uh, they are more talented guys, yeah. physically, uh, taller, bigger, faster, stronger, maybe. Uh, but I think he was by far, to me, in my opinion, uh, the best. All right. I got a question. Uh, sorry. Um, who do you think is the best player now and in your time? And who do you think is better? Uh, you, you guys getting into the era debate. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was playing, probably, and I was fortunate to play on a team with the Barry Sanders. I was fortunate to play on a team with the uh, Emmett Smith. I was blessed to play on a team with LaDainley and Tomlinson. And to me, those probably are the top three running backs that, you know, ever played. Uh, I am a fan of football, and I think there are a lot of good football players that are currently playing. Mm -hmm. and I'm a defensive guy. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, you got to give uh, applaud and accolades and a tip of the hat to Tom Brady for what he's been able to accomplish. In Agreed. His Agreed. But probably guys like Aaron Donald, and you probably heard it. Uh, over the last few 
few weeks because of the playoffs and the Super Bowl, obviously. I'm not a prisoner of the moment. I don't have the recency bias as a lot of people talk about. Makes sense. You know, I yeah. look over a body of work, uh, what he was when he first came into the league, uh, what he's been uh, throughout the last few years, and what he is now. And I think he's a very dominant player, not only at his position, uh, and not just on defense, but in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's very hard to do, and it's very rare. And to me, uh, you know, I'm probably biased because I play defense. Uh, I think Aaron Donald is would, would, would be my pick. Okay. He has been training a lot, Aaron Donald. <laughs> he he literally probably goes to the gym every day. Just crazy. Um, let's see. How do you uh, how do you think a high school athlete like I uh, and Heavy, who's going to high school next year, uh, prepare to be a college athlete like you and all that other stuff? So a couple things. One, it's uh, your time management. Uh, two, and your mind management, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing that uh, future high school athletes and high school athletes got to kind of understand is mm-hmm. how much time you have. Where yeah. Your time, where to spend your focus. And then when you're doing it, where is your mind, right? And so uh, there's a difference between looking at film and watching film. For right? sure, for sure. So uh, when you learn how to watch film, uh, you can become better. And not only when you're watching your opponent, you're watching your team, you got to watch yourself. And we do, uh, we have a saying, it's called self-scouting. So a lot of teams do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, you know, quarter of the season, they take a look at film uh, and see what tendencies they're giving off, uh, make sure they can correct that. Uh, same thing for individual players. You got to self-scout. Makes you know, sense. You got to do a plot analysis. You got to find out what your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. You have to do that on a constant basis. Uh, now things are so data driven. You got to keep data on yourself. You got to have more data on yourself than your coaches or your opponents. If you can do that, I think you'll be really, really successful. Obviously, you talk about the basics: staying fit, getting a lot of sleep, drinking a lot of water, uh, eating right, working out—all those good things uh, helps to become a better athlete. And then having that balance with uh, with school and schoolwork, right? For sure. For sure. For sure. All that, all that balances out uh, and helps create a a sound, um, uh, a sound athlete. Mm-hmm. So, like, train every single day, work out. Not necessarily train every single day, but when you work it out, you work out with a purpose. Right? Mm-hmm. Why are you working out? You know, are you working out different parts of your body? You doing upper body, lower body, you know, back, chest, arms, legs. You know, those are the kind of things you got to start thinking about now. Right, because you just want to work out, just work out. You know, what's the goal? What's the purpose? And the more you have that um, kind of defined, uh, the better off you're gonna be. Makes sense, because like you got to have that mentality to do something to get to it. Um, let's see. Um, do you think you are uh, tougher than uh, DK Metcalf? Yes. Um, I'm not sure how tough he is. I, 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 don't, I don't know what. Well, I, don't know yeah. Listen, I think he's a pretty good athlete. Uh, I think he's a pretty good football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that um, if, 
if he, if I played in today's game, I think it'd be a good matchup. Uh, because For sure. He's big, I'm big. He's fast. I'm fast. Um, uh, I think it'd be it, it would be a good matchup. You think? Do you think if you one v one him, like you against him on a field, would do you think you could burn any of his routes that he like the quarterback could throw that Russ could throw? Um, I mean, I would think that about anybody, mm -hmm. not just him. I mean, as a as a cornerback, as a defensive player, you gotta have you know uh, a large amount of confidence, and uh, and I felt that way, you know, each and every week. I I, I suited up. I put on my pads, put on my kids, put on my helmet. That mm -hmm. you know, I'm better than anybody else I'm going against. So, so that mentality hasn't changed any. Okay. Um. Are you any plans for like the future to like stream on like Twitch to like talk about your backstory from playing in the NFL to like now and play video games or like just chat about yourself on the platform or no? For all I know. Um. I don't know if Twitch would be the, the appropriate platform, mm -hmm. but definitely uh, we're going to create some podcasts uh, that talks about uh, sports. I think we got a bunch of different concepts and ideas. For example, we have uh, Campfire, where we have a podcast about sports camps and we're the best ones, you know, uh, who did what there at the sports camps, the corner store. Mm -hmm. uh, talk about defensive back play. You know, everybody's want to talk about offensive guys and offensive uh, quarterbacks and uh, the running backs and wide receivers. We For think, sure. Uh, corner would be a good one. Um, Wes Daniel, uh, we'll be talking about name, image, and likeness that's changing the sports landscape. Uh, the other one probably that's going to be top of the list, Tech Jocks. We'll be talking about a lot of sports technology uh, innovations uh there so we plan to do a lot of of uh media around podcasting for sure not on which platform but definitely we'll create a podcast and uh and kind of get things started within the next few months or so yeah because you know i like it and i think uh you know folks want to hear about it and want to know about it and so uh, i think we can do that pretty good for sure um trying uh who would you say like if you weren't doing sports id or anything like talking about sports id like would you come back out of her come out of retirement to the current nfl or would you just stay retired uh yeah at my stage no i don't think that's feasible um um the, the 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 most you would do, or the closest we would do, either coach, mm -hmm. consult, or be uh, an executive for a team. Okay. Right? Gonna take yeah, yeah. Knowledge base and bring it to a team, uh, you know, in a coaching capacity, a consultant capacity, or an executive capacity. And it's still in the cards. This still may happen, but I'm entrepreneur minded and uh, focused on sports ID right now. Uh, I never say never, but no, I, my playing days are over. <laughs> do you think? Do you think you would coach for any particular team in the NFL currently if they're opening, or no? No, I, I, I probably wouldn't coach. Uh, my, my, my first uh, option would probably be uh, being executive mm -hmm. in the front office. Okay. Uh, and then consultant, maybe then coaching. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Coaches put in a lot of hours. Makes sense, yeah.
retired that that really wasn't a high priority for me. Okay. Yeah. Um. What will it? What do you think Miami needs to get back into their current glory days, like to make it so simple, they're good? It's simple. It's brings the consistency, um, and and we talked about it earlier with uh, Coach Cristobal. I think he's a uh, one who understands that, and I think they're going to be uh, doing a lot of winning. Okay. And if they can be consistent at it, yeah. Uh, We'll make us some ground, and we'll be, you know, in the games where we want to, and uh, playing meaningful games in the postseason. Mm -hmm. Do you think uh, we're going to keep half of the recruit? Like, do you think the recruits that we recruited for the U are going to be good this year that we got? Um, yes, uh, I think that's the expectation, you know, at every school, and you know, there's a certain amount of development that has to happen. Uh, there's levels to everything. It's a different level than playing youth sports to high school sports. Mm -hmm. It's a different level of playing high school sports to collegiate sports, different level of playing collegiate sports to professional sports. And so at each level, you know, there's a uh, acclimation that has to happen. There's understanding that, hey, this is different. Uh, you got to learn and know what's different, mm -hmm. uh, what's expected. And I think that uh, Mario has surrounded himself with some coaches who can help uh, for sure, develop for sure. uh, that talent. And that's pretty much what coaches are. You know, they're, yeah. they're talent developers. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They've got to take the best, the best and the most out of their, uh, out of their athletes. Yeah, their players. makes sense. Well, Ryan, I appreciate you being on here. It means a lot. Um, we got to know Ryan. Hmm? Yeah. If you want to say anything, if you want to shout out anybody out that gave you all the credit for today's show, it means a lot. And I appreciate you being on here today means a lot and uh good luck with uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I look forward to it i look forward to coming in again yeah sometime in the future for sure i appreciate you and so